Hey, Rich. Hey, Michael. And hello to everyone out there. This is BitPunch Radio, episode 001. It has been a pretty crazy week this week. Um, lots of news has been going on. Um, we're going to try to focus this episode around the Apple stuff that happened last week, but uh, I think we want to start the show, just kind of talk about like what we've been up to, uh, but I think we want to cover some of the news at a pretty high level, uh, some of the stuff that's happened this week. Um but before we get into all that, Rich, how you been? Good. I'm turning my phone on to silent mode now, so nobody has to listen to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> been good. Been uh, playing a lot of Halo. Um, I still play Halo. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I still do. I love that game. Mm-hmm. I see you play it all um, the time. What uh, are you playing yeah. on it, though? Like, what What specifically uh, are you? Halo 3. Okay. 90% of the time. Every now and again, when we get sick and tired of Halo 3, we'll switch to Halo 2, immediately get owned, and then go back to Halo 3. <laughs> People that play Halo 2 are not messing around. So am I? So what's all the news about ODST that's been uh, discussed? Is it that it's coming to PC, or is it not part of the collection right now? It's not, no, no. What? That's like the best yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So it's getting added. And, that, and that's, the cool, that's the cool thing about Master Chief Collection is the multiplayer hopper. So, like, when you go into multiplayer, you can select all the different all the different uh, versions of the game, like one, two, three, four, reach, and you can just, you know, it'll shoot you through all those games. So, like, one game will load up Halo Four, and the next game will load up Halo Two, and the next game will load up Halo Three. So it's pretty sweet. But we usually just play three. So the multiplayer in ODST was just three, though, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so the really the only thing that's coming is. Did it introduce new maps or anything, or was it just uh, single player stuff? I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, but I think ODST introduced firefight, mm. but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I think you're wrong there, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> One of them. I feel like that's right, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, other than Halo, uh, messing around with some AutoCAD stuff. Being uh, that's what I do for my profession. Mm. So I'm messing around with apps on the iPad, uh, some stuff on my Mac, got CAD installed on my Mac, so I've been messing around with some stuff like that, which is weird. AutoCAD on the Mac is weird. I've never used AutoCAD on the Mac, so that's been a weird tech thing. Um, I did pick up Hades for Switch, which is a run-based roguelike video game Yeah, made by the people who made Bastion. Okay, I... I I have a lot of questions. So okay. does it play anything like Bastion? Yeah, it's the same sort of isometric uh, view that Bastion had. But other than that, no. Is there like a narrative? Uh, yes, or, or like a... Um, is, yeah. Yes, yes. There yeah, is a narrative, which honestly is probably the most... One of the most inter- interesting things about that game, because most of those run-based games are very much... Like Dead Cells, there's 
not there is some narrative in there i fell off dead cells so hard oh man dead cells is so good yeah i I maybe five or six hours and then i just bounced it just Uh, yeah it's really good yeah and and, you know it just i don't know it just never did grab me yeah so, so so hades i guess i should explain what hades is um Hades is, like I said, a run-based game where you're playing as Zagreus, I think is how you pronounce his name, and you're the son of Hades, the god of hell. Um, and you're basically trying to escape hell. And you run, you're, you're kind of trying to get to Olympus, which is the other half of all the gods. So you're basically interacting with all these Greek Olympian gods, like Achilles and uh, Nyx, and you get basically power-ups from a lot of these gods above ground that are trying to help you get out and so that's what the games like weapons and abilities are based around so like achilles stuff will or i'm sorry Ares stuff will make you like fast and like poseidon will give you stuff Mm -hmm. Um, zeus zeus power-ups you'll do lightnings and there's a bunch of different weapons that have some really cool abilities that game is super super fun but the whole uh loop of it is you'll go and you'll do a run and then you come back to hell like hades is hades like house and he's got like a little room and a throne room. Um, and there's a, like all, there's like a group of characters there that you can interact with. And every time you make a run and die, you come back and there's some sort of narrative there for you, which is really, really cool. Like the, like the area will change and you can upgrade that area. So it's, it's, it's very fully featured. And that game has been in development for quite a while. I think it entered early access like two years ago. It was on the Epic game store in early access. Mm-hmm. And now it's, yeah, officially hit 1.0 and launched on the switch and i think pc i don't think it's on any of the other consoles that's correct so 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 i have i children of morta is probably that and moonlighter are both i love those games and they're they have that same kind of style of like you know just kind of going to the same dungeon and getting better and better but a game like binding of isaac i could never stick with because there wasn't like persistence. Um, you yeah, know, so where... this is procedurally generated. Okay. Each, each time you make a run, it, it is the, the levels are always different, but like, are but... your numbers going up? Yes. Numbers are going my numbers up. Numbers to go better. up rich. So every, you get certain, I don't know what these things are called, but you get certain, you collect certain items that allow you to power up your, your, you know, X attack and then your Y attack and then your A attack. You know, you can power all those up individually. Yes. Um, but the, the different levels of, of hell um, have a boss at each end, and each each level has its own set of enemies. It reminded me a lot of Moonlighter, actually. I love that game. Um, how, how different, like, the first area was from the second area. Mm, okay, like, good. Going between dungeons and, Mo- and Moonlighter. Uh, and it's kind of like Moonlighter in the way that, like, when you get out of the dungeon, there's a lot to do. Like, you can go around and talk and talk to all the you know, NPCs, like all the gods that are in hell, basically. So it's it's a really, I really like it. I probably dropped about four hours into it, and then my left Joy-Con analog stick broke, so I can't run to the left anymore. I don't know if you've seen really that video problem. I posted last night of my left Joy-Con. <laughs> uh, really? That, yeah, it's uh, it. drifting again. So uh, Nintendo Great. fixed it maybe six weeks ago, and I'm going to have to send it back again. So the drift, I don't know if I have the drift. Like, I tried to go in and calibrate it, and it won't even calibrate. Like, clicking in the left stick, it doesn't even register. Oh, man. And I can go right, 
with on the left stick, but I can't go left. So I think it's just broken. It's the most expensive controller I've ever bought. And it's like clumsy, like an old school Mad Cats controller would be. It's crazy. <laughs> like how, I mean, you would think that these would be solid. Pro- Nintendo makes solid products, but these Joy-Cons are awful. And I've sent them both in and I'm going to have I'm going to send all of them in this time and just hope that maybe they'll give me new ones or something. But I don't even know if I would trust new right. ones at this point. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's a big bummer because I was definitely into it. Um, I kind of dropped some of the other games I've been playing to play that. So I guess I'm going to have to buy a new one or send it in or something. Mm-hmm. So more to report on Hades in the coming weeks. Yes. But, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, geez. What have I been up to? Okay, so I started playing Gears Tactics. Uh, never, mm, that's never... Gears XCOM, right? Yeah, so I've never really got into XCOM. Um, they have a board game I want to check out, but... Um, you would <laughs> uh, yes the uh, the game is really fun I'm playing on beginner um, just because I'm just trying to get a feel for it I might ratchet it up at some point or maybe not yep. just think that it's really yep, easy noob. but yep, yep, yep. Um, it's it's really fun um, I'm I'm playing on PC I have it through uh, Game Pass and my PC is just really struggling with it so I think I talked about it last week I was thinking of upgrading I actually just went out and got a 2060 uh, sitting on the desk so after we record i'm gonna pop that in see how much better it runs um but yes that is a, a really good game uh it, it's coming to the xbox this year like it's it they're i think they're touting it as like a a series launch correct do you know that for sure at all i'm not 100 percent certain okay, so anyway i know no. it's coming to xbox and i think uh like flight sim is coming to xbox as well but um uh, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it, it's really fun. I love, you know, just like going against the odds. Like, you know, I'm going to pop around this corner and I've got a 40% chance. Well, I'm playing on easy. So it's like if I miss, it's not really the end of the world. But I'm just trying to get used to <laughs> how this kind of style of game plays. And um, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I I don't know what's going on in the story. It's just like there's monsters everywhere and you got to fuck them up. Like that's essentially like what gears boils down to me. I'm sure there's people out there that like really get into the narrative of it. I don't, oh, yeah. I just want to yeah. shoot things and active reload and uh, gosh, what well, is the, it's the tropes are there of gears of war. They're come on and that stuff. It's, it's totally there <laughs> in this game too. So do rags. Uh, yeah. A lot of bald. A lot of bald guys in this uh-huh. one, well, but mean, you Marcus recruit. Off the do-rag. You recruit people. You, um, you know, uh, I think it's it does the permadeath thing. I'm thinking because uh, you can kind of swap people in and out, and you have like uh, main people that I'm sure if they die, uh, you lose uh, the round or whatever, and you right. have to restart it. But I think you have people that like if they die, it just doesn't really matter. But uh, I will continue to play that. Uh, it's been really fun. Uh, so. On the Xbox, I've been playing Spiritfarer. Um, I'm sure you guys have like heard about this. So Spiritfarer is um, it's a it's a strange game. It's just kind of this loop of if you're into like say you know a Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley or something along those lines, where you've just kind of like it's really nothing but fetch quests. Just to boil it down into a simple you know until it's like simple like type that this game is uh right, really so cool story like... it's got really great dialogue in it um but the the core gameplay itself it, it's i'm already losing steam 
Um, yeah. So I, I don't have a whole lot of time to play games, and I I love like how long to beat dot com, uh, because I will try to like I know I'm playing Skyrim right now, but uh, that's something I'll just play forever. Um, but I, if a game is like, yo, this is going to take you like 50 hours to beat, I'm going to have a hard time, like really getting into it. Um, because of game pass, you know, the game pass just like has so many options to it. Uh, you ever like get like a super Nintendo disc and you pop that in, you play like, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to play super Metro. Oh, no, there's there. What kind of super Nintendo did you have that had discs? <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about like, like a PlayStation ROM. demo. disc. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like a ROM disc. Right. Okay. 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 You know, okay. Playing a bunch of ROMs and you get all excited. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've got every super Nintendo game in front of me. I'm going to play super Metroid. Oh. And then you yeah, play that for a little bit and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to switch to Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, the greatest video game ever made. And you'll play that for five or ten minutes and you're like, okay, I'm going to jump into Super Mario. And, and I, I kind of get that a little bit with uh, with Game Pass. You know, I've, I've actually been swapping games out a lot because uh, my hard drive is full. And uh-huh. I'm at this point with Spiritfarer, though, where... I'm like eight hours into it and it's like a 30, 35 hour game. And the loop of it is already, uh, it's just already kind of wearing me down. So you're basically going to from like Island to Island. And there's a lot of islands like wind waker style. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's, you know, there'll be like just little missions. Uh, you might have to get a sheep to follow you, feed a sheep and then get it to go back to its owner. And then the sheep, ends up like following you on the boat and stuff. And you're kind of like building up this sanctuary on a boat. I feel like I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry, but um, essentially you're, you're, you must build a boat and on this boat, you have um, like agriculture, you've, you're cooking, you're like uh, weaving stuff and you're essentially just like building all this stuff for these spirits that are joining on your boat and you're getting these spirits by like going to all these different islands. And so it took me a little bit to realize, but you actually have like a checklist per island. But then if I chop down a tree or I'm picking up fruit or whatever, like those will replenish over time. But there are so many islands and getting from island to island, you know, you basically just look at a map and you're like, okay, I want to go to this one. And it can, it takes like minutes, which doesn't sound like the end of the world but it, it's it, it, there's times where it's just like i'm just fishing off the side of the boat or i, I don't it's just losing me I, I, the narrative is strong yeah, yeah. but it's not strong enough when i'm not really enjoying what i'm doing yeah you're not the only person that i've heard with this particular game i've played a little bit of it i played it for about an hour mm-hmm. um but i've heard multiple people say as they've gotten farther in the game it kind of doesn't change at all mm-hmm it's um, too long. So that's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got a really cool animation style to it. It's, yeah, it's gorgeous. I love like that, if you that have hand drawn. You should. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you have Game Pass, you should download that game and, and play that game. You might really like that game. Um, yeah, it's got a really cool, the animation on it is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the dialogue is great. It's funny. Um, my kids seemed interested in it a little bit, but um, yeah, they went back to Fortnite. So whatever. Um, oh gosh, what else have I been up to? I've been uh, still playing Skyrim. I'll like tackle a mission. I'll do like a, a a Gears Tactics mission, and then I'll jump and do a Skyrim mission, and then uh, you know I'll just kind of jump back and forth between those. Right? Okay, now. really, really, really fast. What type of character are you playing in Skyrim? 
I am a dark elf. And I actually at first was doing the trope of like using a bow and arrow as much as possible, but I'm actually trying to build up my, uh, I don't, I can't, I don't know the word, but I'm summoning like the flame uh-huh. archra or however you, I don't know what the word is, but I'm trying to build that up. Cause I love, like, I love just walking into like a room and just like throwing like a flame guy at people. And then I just sit back. I normally mm-hmm. have a companion with me too. And they'll go in and wreck shop. And then I just sit back and, you know, grab all the apples I can. So love that game. That game is just fantastic. Yeah. I, I totally, whenever I play one of those games, I play stealth archer. So yes, you yeah, know, I don't, I don't get into the whole play. I, the stealth mechanic. I don't really get into that much, uh, except if I have to, you know, but, uh, I just normally go in arrows blazing. Um, yeah. still playing, uh, ring fit. Um, really mm-hmm. enjoying that. Uh, I think we will save my conversations for that. Um, I think we're going to do like an at home style podcast at some point. Uh, that game is amazing. It is way better <laughs> than it has any right to be. Um, yeah. I burn, you know, anywhere from two to 500, uh, we'll say like two to 400, 450 calories, like per play session, just depending on like my time frame. How long is a session? Uh, it, it however long I want it to be. So you just are like kind of going through levels. There's bosses. It's goofy as hell. It's like real, real cringy, but I'm not there for that. It's really just the numbers are going up rich. Yeah, I'm leveling yeah. up and mm-hmm. I'm just seeing the numbers go up and I love that. Yeah. But the quads are leveling up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> your muscles are so shiny. And I'm like, thank you ring. Oh boy. <laughs> uh no that's a that's a it just i can't believe how much was put into it because you know they like nintendo like had the balance board and that was it was okay it was disjointed you didn't really feel like you got that great of a workout because it was a bunch of tiny little mini games or you know you couldn't like string stuff together to a point to where like you're really burning calories but this game you do that and it you know you're wearing the leg strap and you've got the ring and i think i've i think i've clocked in like i've I've got about 20 hours into it and the ring Uh still feels like out of the box tight which really surprised me i've noticed that like there's a lot of companies out there that are selling replacement rings that made me a little worried i was like uh this is gonna wear out super fast but no it is still got so much tension to it and it's it's fantastic there's a reason it's always sold out like minutes after it goes up it seems like it sells out so i actually turned um wario 64 i'm sure you know who that is on twitter he like uh, announces all the game deals i turned his notifications on for like a day my phone blew up that guy is a workaholic um god bless that man but i was just watching for that to to uh go for sale again and finally got it and i, I love it that's a that's a, a fantastic game um i will pick up hades but now that i've got like this updated graphics card i think i'll be playing more most of my indie games on uh steam because i can stream it to the ipad and um, have no issues with that at all uh mm-hmm. outside of gaming uh geez what have i been up to uh, I, I finished um a book by colin jost uh, it's called A Very Punchable Face. Uh, Colin Jost does the weekend update for SNL. 
really not a big fan of his at all. Like I think he's, he's can be humorous. Um, but it, I use Libby, uh, which is the app, um, for whatever, you know, like the mobile app, uh, that can connect to your library. And so I'm always just kind of looking around like, okay, what are some of the new books? And I just seen his face and it was the, that I literally thought the title was kind of funny because he does look like he has a punchable face. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good book. And it actually, that crossed my line uh, in Goodreads where I was wanting to read 25 books and that was my 25th book. And oh, wow. I think that, um, well, you know, COVID, I think that, um, I might get through one more book because I'm, I'll be starting Oathbringer pretty soon. And that's going to take me for, that'll take me probably two months. Cause I'm not the quickest reader, but yeah. Uh, Oathbringer is uh, the third book of the Stormlight archives and uh, his fourth book comes out in November. So I want to get through it so I can. Brandon I, Sanderson. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I should have said his name. Um, yeah. Yes, that's uh, so that's kind of, you know, what I've been up to. Oh, we started the morning show, which is an Apple TV uh, exclusive, uh, and it's actually really good. Um, and she's what else? Uh, you know, that's that's about it. I think that's it. Cool. So, Rich, there's been a lot going on. Um, I know you wanted to, to touch a few things before we discuss Apple. So real quick. Microsoft bought ZeniMax. Microsoft Ignite has been going on this week, which isn't really something we planned on covering this show, but my day job is I'm a Microsoft 365 uh, product product manager, so uh, I'm definitely geeking out with that stuff. NVIDIA bought ARM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's a big deal. Yeah. What else has happened? Um, yeah, Microsoft buying ZeniMax and announcing all that stuff is going to be on Game Pass uh was EA, the ea announcement was that last week uh For... that, that uh ea play is coming to game pass yeah that was last week we covered that last week Good gosh okay yeah. yep yep what what am i missing what else has happened this week pre-orders pre-orders xbox, yeah the xbox cluster of that yeah, yeah so let's yeah. let's let's start there i want to know your experience what ha- what happened on monday okay uh, that was tuesday um that was, was yesterday, Tuesday? goodness, okay. It was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday, September 22nd. Yeah. Okay. So we we used to build websites, Michael. Um, <laughs> sort of still do. Yeah. I know a lot about websites and about how websites work. And web servers. Um, and web servers. And load and balancing. Things of this nature. So when... Azure? Xbox and... so when xbox announced they're going to do all this stuff online this is kind of the first console launch it's been like you're going to pre-order this thing online right you know the 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 one i can't remember about the one i didn't pre-order i guess i I shouldn't say that i don't know about the one and the ps4 um but the 360 and the ps3 waited in line for um yeah so i was prepared i had all the links from people i follow on twitter Mm -hmm. for every retailer i had them open on my mac I had them open in Chrome. I had them them open in Firefox. I had them open in Edge or whatever Microsoft's calling their Internet Explorer now. I was signed into all my accounts. I made accounts on some of these to try to streamline the checking out process because basically Xbox announces this is going to go live at 11 a.m. And if you know anything about how websites work, 
when something like that happens and everybody starts hitting F5 on a web page, even if it's only like 100,000 people, that will crash everything. This should have been on Squarespace. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move up a tier in Squarespace, yeah. Microsoft <laughs> needs to move up a little bit. So long story short, I felt like I was very well prepared. and Oh, yeah. You were in, dude. Oh, dude, I, I was ready. I mean, I thought for sure. Got your sweatband on, site, got your wrist strap I'm on, you're ready, ready to... Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to drop <laughs> my monies. I completely crapped out for the first hour and a half. Could not, on every site, Target, Walmart, Best Buy. I was even trying Amazon. for you, and I don't even want one. Yeah, Amazon and Best Buy actually didn't launch right at 11. Microsoft Store. Um, I mean, just... All the retailer sites. Microsoft.com went down, Rich. Yes. The site yes. went down. That does yes. not look good for them. It got ignited. Um, yeah, it was it was bad. It was real bad. So people, I mean, I, was, I had Twitter open the whole time. People were just going nuts. Some people were getting them. Some people, most, most people weren't. Uh, it, you would press add to cart. It wouldn't add to cart. You just couldn't check out. You know, it wouldn't process the order. It would just keep airing out. So I, after about an hour, I just gave up. I was like, this is over. Like, they've sold them out. And I just happened to have uh, a Series X. I did get it into my car at Best Buy. And later that day, I came back at like 1 o'clock. So it was two hours had gone by. And I saw that that window was still open. And I was like, ah, it said place order. You know, I had been place, hitting place order and nothing happening. I had place order. It's like, hey, you ordered an Xbox Series X. And I was like, uh, no way. <laughs> so I waited a little bit, and finally, it charged my credit card, and it looks like I may actually have one on pre-order. Wow! So it was, uh, but it was very eventful, uh, which is—I mean, it's not that surprising. I mean, it's concert tickets, all like anything that happens like that on a on like a time, on like a certain time frame, something's going to go for sale. I think it's a big problem with like Nike sneakers and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not that surprising. Uh, so both both PS5 and Xbox, a little bit of a debacle there. It did seem like the Series X was the only thing available at the beginning, and Series S was kind of available later in the day. Mm-hmm. And there's rumors going around that Series S is a little harder to come by as far as quantities. I wonder how intentional that is. And so it also makes you wonder, what about the people that are wanting to do the payment plan? Like, are they setting... That was available. You could do that on Microsoft oh, site. So okay. you could say, hey, I, I want to do the all access, which is what they're calling that. I didn't want to do that. But it was available. You could do it okay. on at, at that time. Hmm. I don't know if you can sign up for it right now and, and like, you know, have it on... I don't, I don't think they're doing anything right now. I think it's pretty well sold out. So yeah, that was fun. I wonder if there was like a concern that, you know, because they did these so close together that, you know, Sony jumping the gun that it would actually cause issues uh, with Microsoft selling other pre-orders, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. No, no. And it's hard to tell like how, how much, how much stock did they release? What, what did right. each retailer get for online? Did you, you see know? the, the, <laughs> the rise in series? Oh, it's not series. Xbox One X sales was up like, yeah, like people were accidentally buying the wrong console. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. I think that I think that 
kind of speaks to their naming convention. People didn't understand. Well, and the, the I thought that they were X pulling X. all those off the shelves. Like, didn't they yeah, make that announcement? Be, that uh, they might be sell. They're probably selling through. They're probably uh, selling okay. through stock. Right. I would assume. Okay. At least make the money on what they have out there. So yeah, that was a little bit of a mess, but uh, something that might have made that a little more uh, advantageous to buy an Xbox was what you've said a little bit earlier is Microsoft bought a Cinemax the day before pre-order started. So that was Monday. Well, okay, they didn't buy them. They announced that they're purchasing, purchasing them. It's got a clear regulations and all for that stuff. For $7.5 billion. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I think that's more money than Disney paid for Star Wars. So... I had a conversation with my wife about this. I was like, sit down. We got to talk. Yeah. Microsoft bought Minecraft for $2 billion, uh, however many years ago. And mm-hmm. I thought that $2 billion, like, I mean, that was breaking news. Like, that was all over the place. The fact that Microsoft bought, like, this independent game studio that makes Minecraft for $2 billion. Now, obviously, it was a great move for them because I'm sure they make just buku's of money off that right uh them buying for 7.5 billion that just sounds i i just i don't understand that amount of money for that like i know that that company makes money like zenimax makes money they have their uh you know publishing side and they have bethesda and you know i i get that all that but that amount of money is just mind-boggling for that studio and yeah i don't disagree i mean it's a lot of money but they're getting a lot i mean they're not just getting bethesda bethesda is kind of the kind of the big fish there but they're getting a lot of other pretty good developers and and they're they're already saying xbox game pass day one like all this stuff will be available day one moving forward yep yeah i think there was a rumor going around right before we started recording i saw on twitter it looks like Microsoft might be teasing Doom Eternal yeah. to Game Pass, like pretty soon. Yeah, you you need to you need to check out that um, that account on Twitter. It's it's whoever's running that account, they're having a great time with it because yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, goofy. Good, it's like yeah. Wendy's Twitter account, <laughs> kind of goofy, you know. So the so the interesting thing about that before we need to get on to Apple stuff is they they did this, and Bethesda actually has several games in development that are supposed to be PS5 exclusives for a period of time. Uh, one of them we talked about last week was Deathloop. It was on the PlayStation 5 uh, showcase that we talked about last week. That game is owned by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And I think it's made by the people who made Dishonored. So that's a weird oh, deal. Yeah. So I think I think Phil Spencer, the head of Microsoft for, for Xbox, came out and basically said anything kind of, and don't quote me on this, but basically anything that's kind of already out there that's going to be on PS5 will kind of honor that, but we can't... He's, he, he didn't go as far to say that for everything. So games like Starfield, the next Elder Scrolls, uh, you know, games Fallout. going forward, like if there's a new Fallout, that that might not come to PlayStation, and that's a big deal. Those games are big deals. However broken they ship, people like those games. Yeah. People pay money for those games. People want to play those games. You look at Oblivion on the 360 was such a big coming out party for that for Bethesda it's a it's a big deal very big deal I watched uh, a friend of mine play Morrowind on Xbox and yeah I guess you could jump like he jumped he almost jumped over a small village 
the amount of times <laughs> it had to load while he was in air, I was like, I will never play one of these games. That does that just looks ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, here I am. Still now you're playing Skyrim, Skyrim. for the, the fourth time, and now it's going to be yeah. on X Game Pass. Probably play it again. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before no, we dive into Apple? No. no uh, let's oh, get to uh, Apple. Uh, 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 one second. Nvidia buying ARM for forty billion or announcing that they're wanting to is such a big That's deal. Insane. That is insane. We don't need to get into it, but just I want to say that that is that's just shaping up the future of of computing power and it's your innards inside of computer are going to change soon and that stuff is fascinating and just that it's just bizarre uh like that nvidia buying them is is such a great move for them it's it's hard to like try to like come up with scenarios and how i think this is going to shape things but you can tell that as these graphics cards are getting like more and more powerful that this CPU doesn't need to be as revolutionary as it was in the past. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild what this could, what this could mean. Um, I've listened to a, a couple of different discussions about it and it's just huge deal. Um, but all those changes are, are, it's years in the making, you know, it's not like, they're they're gonna buy it and then like tomorrow you're gonna notice anything. It's it's two or three years down the road you you start seeing some new technology coming out of this uh, acquisition if it actually uh, happens. So um, right, really right. really cool shit there. Um, a lot of things happening there. This Apple conference that happened um, last week though I know we're playing catch up here this week a little bit. Um, not a lot in terms of innovation. There's a lot of a lot of um, enhancements to their products that are very much baby steps. Um, not a lot of like innovation happening. Uh, it's just a lot of like uh, just you know just these small features that we're adding on that doesn't really seem like like what I'm getting from going from like an Apple watch five to the six isn't, there's not a lot going on there at all. They really haven't innovated much since the three really, which is what I was on before. Um, I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but just overall, I thought it was kind of lackluster. Uh, I don't have high expectations for this next one either, but it's, it seems like they're kind of, running out of new ideas and they're really just chasing on that trying to make things as fast as possible yeah they've kind of uh, everything that they announced seemed like it it were like on the sixth or seventh iteration of the iteration of the iteration like there's no yeah there's just not a lot happening but we'll we'll break down each one of these okay all right so into the nitty-gritty here all right, so Apple announcement. Uh, we will start with the. We'll, let's start with the watches. Uh, so I've got some notes here. The Series Six announced three ninety nine price point. Uh, they're already out. You can buy them today if you want to. Uh, the battery is the same size as the five. It's got an S six chipset, which is uh, they're saying it's faster. I don't have the specs here on how much faster, but I'm using the SE and it seems pretty damn fast to me. So. Um, 
yeah, it seems like it's it, it, it's a good upgrade if you're coming from something older than a three. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're on something newer than that, you're there's really no re- need to um, upgrade unless you want some of this new health stuff that they're that they're uh, rolling out with this. So the six has a blood oxygen monitor, which is really cool uh, for those that like need to monitor that stuff. They have new colors. They have well, a blue. To, to 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 before you move on from blood okay. oxygen monitoring, that's kind of important right now. Well, but COVID. they're going, but you could go back and forth on that because they, they say like with, you know, the, like tying this into the whole COVID thing, by the time your watch is telling you that there could be an issue, like it's way too late. I don't know, man. I've seen, so I wear a whoop strap, which is, what is that? not a watch. It's, it's W H O O P whoop. It's okay. a fitness strap. So it's, it's main thing is HRB. So it measures basically how well are you recovering every day? based on how much you sleep and how much you work out. And it measures that based on your HRV and a bunch of different factors, mm-hmm. but it can also measure your, your blood oxygen levels. I can't remember what they call it. I'm going to look it up here, but basically the, uh, so whoop partnered with the PGA tour and I think the NBA or maybe the NFL. So all the PGA tour golfers are wearing whoop straps. Mm-hmm. And one of them noticed that his, one of his levels was high one day, like way higher than what it had been because he had this constant, like he wore it every day. Like he wear it all day. The battery lasts for like a week. So he hmm. noticed this had changed and he went and got tested and he was positive. And we basically came out and said, we can predict with, I think it was 80% regular regularity, a positive case because you're this level, this level goes up and I'm going to look at that level right now. What is it? Respiratory rate. It can measure respiratory rates per minute. So like I'm usually in like a 16.5 ish range. So if mine were to jump way up into like the 19s or 20s over a period of a couple of days, that would be abnormal. And that basically means I'm taking more breaths every minute because a virus or a sickness is affecting my lungs and my ability to breathe. So that is pretty interesting that they added that in there. I don't know if they have pure HRV on the series x or series six mm-hmm, right it's too many series uh so that <laughs> i was just I found that pretty interesting backlash on this announcement because they were they were you know everyone's a doctor now saying that it's too late like if if the if your watch is telling you that you're having issues with this it, you're it's already too late like you're already affected with whatever the issue is i don't know if their messaging was trying to say like we could try to prevent this stuff and that's a little misleading. Um, I think it's really telling you, yo, you have an issue. Right, right. And so that's, I think and the that's messaging what, was mixed there. Yeah, and I think that's what all of Apple's stuff is, like all the, the cardio stuff they do mm-hmm. is, is, is more of, hey, something isn't quite right. You know, this thing is on your wrist all day, every day. So it has this kind of constant, you know, metrics that it's pulling. And when something's different, over you know if it's if you wear it for six months and then all of a sudden something's different you know it, it's smart enough to look at it and go hey this you know this metric is weird like this metric is not normal yeah and you know, the few and, times and that my watch cool has that. spazzed out on me and was like hey your heart rate is like 170 right now and i'm like yo i'm just sitting here and no it's not but it, <laughs> it, it i don't know if the the contact was dirty or something but that's that is rare when it happens it you know but 
uh, no, I, I, I really like the Apple Watch. I, I just, I, I just seen a lot of conflicts with their messaging around that blo- blood oxygen uh, monitoring. The watch I have does not have that. So, right. Um, it's the same design as the previous models. Uh, same size. The four, five, six um, has all been the same. There's still no round face option. I'd love to see a round face uh, option, but then they would have to kind of redesign everything. Um, they have red and blue. I don't see me re- like I like those colors. They're fine. I I just tend to stick with you know the the charcoal look of black. Um, but you know I, I'm pretty happy with the one I got. Uh, I bought the Apple Watch SE. So that they announced that one as well. It's kind of like the budget version of their um, you know their the competing with the six. Um, it's missing the always on display, which I think they announced with the five. So it's like this low level state of your battery where, you know, if I like slowly turn my wrist to look at my watch, sometimes it doesn't really trigger it. Uh, this one does a lot better than my three, but with the five and the six, it's always on. So you don't have to like flick your wrist to get that to come on. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. How much is the SE? It, so uh AT&T had a deal i believe it is 280 but so they 100 bucks cheaper yeah a little over but they had right. a deal so my wife has been in the market for one and you know i did the my i did my nerd diligence and said don't buy one because they're about to announce a bunch of new ones um and and i'm glad we waited uh AT&T had a deal where buy one get one $200 off so i basically got this one for like under $100 um hmm. yeah it's uh so it's missing the always on display it does not have the blood oxygen it does not have the ecg feature um but overall it's it, everything else about it has been great it's been a good upgrade from the three um i really so like you've, it. you've had apple watch for a while right yes how's the battery life like what's the real world battery life so i'm i'm at a so the three it would last me all day and i would charge it with my phone at night now this, it's got some of those additional features built into it, uh, where I don't have to rely on a third party uh, to like track your sleep. So yeah, so sleep tracking is included now, and that's yes. pretty interesting because my Whoop strap actually that's one of the that's one of the things it actually does best is it tracks your sleep. Yes, uh, how much how much sleep you get, and then each actually each morning when you wake up, you put in like. Did you look at your phone before you went to bed? Did you do this? Did mm. you drink alcohol this night? Did you? It says a little journal that you fill out, and then do as you, do, you that? do that more and more and more, yeah, I do. Wow, good for you. As you do it more and more and more, it'll be like, hey, on nights where you drink alcohol after nine o'clock, your your recovery goes down twenty percent. Wow. Or like once it create once it you know gets enough data to start making those analysis. So I'm pretty interested in that sleep tracking, but if you're wearing it all day. You're wearing it while you're asleep, and it mm-hmm. only lasts like a day and a half. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So, the the good thing is is it um, charges really fast. So I charge it while I shower, and I'm getting cleaned up. I'm not moving a lot, uh, and you know I'm standing in the bathroom just like getting cleaned up is when I charge it, and uh-huh. uh, that is enough to keep it going. See, I feel like I'm not ready for that. Like, I, I've, 
I've had a Garmin watch, like a GPS running watch mm-hmm. that had some smartphone like features on it for like notifications and like replying to texts and stuff. That thing lasted two weeks. What? Unless, now, unless unless you were running and using the GPS a lot, which I would every now and again, but right. you could get a week and a half, two weeks out of that battery. You the know, those, those Fitbits would do that too, so. Yeah, yeah. So that, I just, I can't get past 18 hours or 20 hours or day and a half of whatever it is. That just seems way too little to me. That, that, no, that's my biggest the same way. that thing. But your phone is the same way. You charge yeah, your phone. Yeah, but it's one phone. more thing to charge. It's one more well, thing to charge. I, I, I get that. I, I Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, we have the Apple Watch charger just in the bathroom, so we'll just charge it when we're in the bathroom, and that seems like it's been enough. So, um, I yeah, I it's it's been a good uh, it's been a good upgrade. I uh, I really like it. It's it the screen size because again, I'm coming from a three, which was a smaller screen. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. got a lot more real estate to play with. It just looks a lot better. I've got all the new watch faces. Um, it's it's a good device. I'm happy with it. The stock strap is okay. Uh, my wife says it itches her, so she's ordered a couple different ones. But um, it's Velcro, which I was not expecting. Ooh, I, oh, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Do it again, but slower. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, that seems cheap, but it's actually working out really well. So. Right, right, right. Uh, the, okay. Explain, explain to me. Are you done with the Apple Watch? No, because we have to talk about the family setup for Apple Watch. Oh boy. Which oh we'll boy. just talk okay. about real quick. So, you know, my kids are getting to an age where they have friends that have phones. No, don't, yes. don't. I know, don't, I know. No, no. And no. so I'm not there, and it's going to be years before we get there. But what they've done is they now have. Um, like this family setup for Apple Watch. So you can pair like multiple Apple Watches to your phone. And if you get the cellular version, this isn't available for just the, the you know, the non-cellular, the Wi-Fi version or whatever. Um, as long as you get the cellular version, you could link it to your phone and then give it to, you know, a family member. And they can make phone calls on it. They can, uh, uh, you know, send text messages on it with Siri. Um, it basically anything that you could do on it. You can add music to it. Uh, uh, can you, you know. text? Yes. Or iMessage? Just with Siri though. You know, like I don't have, I don't think there's a keyboard on here I can type on, but I can, you know, yell at my watch like, you know, Goldeneye. Because I mean, and, the uh, kids, the kids don't call anybody. I mean, they got to be Right. Old. Yes. No, 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 no. I mean. Well, actually there's, I think it's like, it's, it's turning the corner where like really? FaceTime is now you know, like oh, that's, that seems yeah. like it's taken off more and more, but anyway, it's the COVID. It's, it, that seems like a really cool thing, you know, and I, I know like you're an Android user. Um, and, and so this could be, you know, if you're, if your wife ended up, uh, with a, an Apple phone or something at some point, an iPhone, um, then you could pair your watch with that and you would then be able to use an Apple watch. But yeah, I just, I don't understand that. Like I have, I have an iPad. Why do I need the damn phone? To buy their watch like if i get the cellular version just let me buy the phone let me buy the stinking watch and hook it up with the ipad or make an app available on android like right what what is the big deal about that i don't i don't yeah, they want guess, you they want you in the ecosystem phone. man i'm already in the i'm recording this on a macbook pro i have two ipads on this desk and one android phone i'm in it <laughs> i am in it yeah 
that ship has sailed. Okay. Um, so that's that kind of wraps up that part of it. Uh, they announced the iPad Air. Uh, okay, I... so tell me why. Tell me why this exists at all. Okay. I don't understand the iPad Air at all. I have two regular iPads, the last gen. What are they? Like the 10.3 inch, mm-hmm. just the iPad. Mm-hmm. 10.4, they're 10.2. Yep. What The, the 330 they're, ones? They're, yeah, they're 329. Yep. I got these for under 300 bucks. Great. Why the hell do I need a, what is this thing Rich, cost? it's the same thing of why they have a MacBook, a MacBook Pro and a MacBook Air. It's the same thing. It is a middle tier that has some Pro features, but it's not. It's always like a step below the Pro line. So they will make an abundance of stuff for the Pro, and then they'll trickle that down to the Air, and then at some point that'll end up in those budget iPads. But like that's all. That's all complete. Like the A14 Bionic, it's whatever percent faster. That's all complete garbage. Like nobody cares about any of that. Right. But the Pro is the Pro because it's got the big ass screen and this little bezels, and it's got the better pencil. Can the iPad Air use the newer pencil? Yes. Okay. And it I uses the $330 keyboard, too. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand why anybody would buy one of these instead I, of either either go pro or go for the, the dude, the, the regular iPad. I I was a little bullish. I, I ended up getting one of these regular iPads for work because there's some software on there we use for engineering and field work and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I got I talked my my company to buy me one with a Logitech keyboard. I think it was a hundred bucks mm-hmm. and a pencil, the first gen pencil. This thing's a freaking amazing. It is an awesome little work machine. I've got all my Microsoft yeah. office suite stuff on it. My OneDrive, my teams, my outlook. I've got my engineering software on there. I take notes on it with good notes. The writing on it is amazing. The drawing on it is amazing. And it was like 300 bucks for the tablet. That's insanity. Yeah. Why in the hell would I pay 600 bucks or something that's just a little bit faster and doesn't do anything that this so, one can't do. So here's I just why, don't understand. I don't okay, get okay, it. okay. Here's why I bought mine. I bought mine. I have a, an Air Three. I bought it like a month ago. I I just couldn't wait. Uh, I had a Pro and it crapped out on me. So I got the Air Three and was wanting to return it for the Air Four, uh, but I missed my window. Thanks, Best Buy, and your 15 day policies. So. The iPad Air 4 was announced. It's a bigger screen. You're gaining 0.4 inches. Uh, the A14 so, Bionic processor, which is what's in the Pro. Um, the Touch ID is on the top button. The, the home button has been removed. I actually like having a home button. Um, so I'm still pretty happy with my Air 3. Um, what else has been... Oh, it, and it um, goes for the Apple Pencil 2 and the new uh, keyboard. That's it. That, it's the that, pro. It's a that does not seem enough to me to, to warrant a purchase over like the regular iPad. I just don't. I just can't get over so that. So I bought the Air Three because the bump from the iPad OG and the Air Three was pretty significant, and it was also it was one hundred and fifty dollars off. So I got it for really close to what you paid. Um, maybe like 100 to $150 more or something like that. Um, so that's why I went with that middle tier one. I didn't need a pro. I don't know anyone that really needs that. Nobody's developing games that like require that. Um, so I don't, I don't really know why 
you would need that. But um, I'm also not a professional in anything, so I don't need like I'm not drawing professionally. I'm I'm just I'm using the pencil to play my Pokemon game. Okay, that's really all I. Yeah, no, the pencil is fantastic. Like that, it's great. even even that first gen iPad, it's like, fantastic. Yeah, I push that thing to the limit all the time. It never chugs. It never, you know stutters and ever it just runs and it just goes and it's easy the battery lasts forever the pencil charge is super fast it's kind of clunky the, how you charge the it? little dongle thingy yeah it's kind of clunky but it's fine you plug yeah. it in and it's charged in like two minutes yeah it's not bad yeah, like it, and it lasts forever so no so, it's not a it's really not a big deal so I, I i think the ipad air 4 is for pretty much anyone that doesn't that wants a little more power than the ipad than the og ipad I think it does have an audience. I think it's those people that I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for an iPad, but I, I want to make sure that um, I'm a little more future proof in terms of, um, you know, processing power and that kind of stuff. You know, like they mm-hmm. announced divinity is coming out to the iPad. And I'm actually like kind of excited about that to be able to run that. And while that's not a graphic intensive game, I know it's going to run better on my iPad than it would, you know, the iPad, uh, the the original iPad, I say original. I just mean like the 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 cheap, the, the cheaper standard three twenty nine. So yeah. so let me go over that real quick. Um, it's the Series Eight now. It's got the A twelve, which is what's in my fucking iPad Air three. Uh, <laughs> it's a slightly smaller screen. Up. I know I did. It's a slightly smaller screen. It's ten point two, um, and it's compatible with the Gen one pencil. Uh, so I really should have just went with that. But yeah. I didn't, you know, I was just impatient, and that's what that's what happens. Um, so those are the iPads. Do we have anything else we want to cover before we move on to the subscription stuff that I'm actually kind of excited about? No. Okay. No, so, other than the fact you should have bought a regular iPad. I should have bought a regular iPad. You're right. You know what? And I still might buy a regular iPad. Who knows? Maybe I need two of them. So they announced Fitness Plus, which is this workout app. Um, that's going to compete with, you know, Peloton and the Daily Burn. Um, it's a lot cheaper than those options too. They are coming out of the gate ninety nine ninety nine per month or eighty dollars per year. Um, I work out from home. I like using Ring Fit. Uh, I have an exercise bike here. Um, but if there's anything else that I would like to do, you know, I like doing yoga. Um, I, I uh, just different exercise classes. They're saying that they're going to. Uh, swap those out like on a weekly basis uh, so it should be you know a, a, it should always be like fresh new content for you to consume i'm kind of excited about that i don't know about like listening to someone yell at me from my iphone i, I you know I, I don't know like how how that's going to work um it's supposed to release by the end of this year uh pro- so i would say october november but i'm interested in it and i'm go- probably going to end up with it because we will end up getting this Apple One subscription. So uh, Apple has a lot of Okay, before different... before you move on from fitness, um, how does it serve you, this content? It'll be in an app. So it's on, it's basically its own app. So you can pull it up on the watch yep. or they can pull it up on the phone. Yes. Okay. I don't, I, I don't think they made an announcement for like Apple TV though. I would, I would assume that's coming, but I don't remember if they made that announcement. Huh. And so it's $99 a month, $80 a year. Yes. So now 
you know, they I think this has been rumored for a while of of Apple bundling their software. They have a lot of stuff that they, you know, want to get you in on like a monthly cost. Like they have Apple Music, um, they have, you know, their TV service, their game service, they have their iCloud service. They have news, and now they've got this um, workout plan that they, uh, the uh, Fitness Plus that they're releasing. So, uh, uh, I'll just go over these real quick. An individual plan is fourteen ninety five a month if you want to subscribe to Apple Music, Apple TV, their iCloud service, and um, their gaming service. Which I'm a member of their gaming service right now. Probably won't cover it this episode. We'll try to do it next episode, but. Um, the iCloud space that you get with that is pretty limited. Um, but that's for an individual. Now, for five more dollars a month for nineteen ninety five, it's the same four apps. You can um essentially have up to six people on that plan, and the iCloud space goes up to two hundred gig, I believe. Or you can go to the Premier plan. Now, the Premier plan is $29.95 a month, but it adds on those four, including Apple News and their Fitness Plus. So their iCloud space also goes up to like two terabytes or something. It's it's a pretty good amount of space. Uh, I have <laughs> mixed results with iCloud. I've actually lost stuff with iCloud. Uh, my wife has in the past. Um, it was kind of a headache, um, but- iCloud sucks. It's the worst thing that they make. These stupid two iPads I have here are always telling my damn iCloud is full. I hate it. It's the worst. So I agree. We pay we <laughs> we pay a premium for Dropbox. We have um, space in iCloud because really, if you're using this stuff for pictures, you kind of have to have something like that just so you can kind of have that peace of mind. Because I don't ever plug in my tablet or my phone to a computer so it's right yeah, yeah i just yeah, need yeah. that peace of mind now i use google it's fantastic and and i i think i can actually use that too if i download the app and try it so i pay 15 for spotify um and having a gym membership i could i'm pretty motivated with working out at home i could drop it and basically save money going with this premier plan. We can get. Uh, I don't know because the gym membership gives you access to equipment that you don't have. That's true, but that's why you go to the gym. That's true, and it's about one of the only things I'm doing right now to leave the house. Um, right. But we're paying for yeah, iCloud. I'm, I'm... We are paying for. We're not paying for Apple TV yet because we bought iPhones, so we have. You know, we're still in that. Uh, they were given a year for free or whatever. But at some point, we're gonna we we'll probably need to take a look at this and figure out you know do we want to just get this bundled with something? I think I like the idea of having the news bundled into it, but I don't know if I would ever use it, which is the problem. But yeah, thirty thirty dollars a month is a little maybe a little steep. Maybe I don't know. I guess if you're paying fifteen bucks for Spotify and you get Apple TV, you get the games. I mean, it's not too bad. So that's that yeah. is the Apple One subscription. Um, then the last thing, you know, they they've rolled out Watch OS Seven, iPad OS fourteen, iOS fourteen, um, tons of little uh, features, the new widgets on the home screen. There's the app library, screen and screen, map updates, text messaging options, just a lot of little features. Um, 
seems very underwhelming. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I didn't like it. My, my two iPads, I have one personal and one, my work one, uh, they both updated and the little widgets, I mean, they didn't seem all that great to me. I no. actually liked what it was before. I was mm-hmm. kind of angry, <laughs> kind of old man angry when it changed from what I had it set up to. Um, yeah, I didn't notice anything. Yeah, it's missing that one there. thing that's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to upgrading. Uh, I mean, I was at the time, and then I got it, and I really haven't messed with it much. Like, my yeah. widgets are kind of a mess. I, I just, the, but I, I, it was just all Apple stuff. But then, you know, after 48 hours, I noticed there was a third-party app that then built a wedge, widget. So I'm, I'm at least happy that, they are opening that up and it's not just going to be um, internal only apps that you can do. Right, that right, right. Um, so some lackluster updates, um, probably just running out of ideas of where they can take it at this point. Um, but... I think it probably has a lot to do with stuff with the Mac going on with the new processors in the Mac, the new yeah. silicon they're going to make. Uh, big Sur is kind of a big shift for Mac. I don't know. I feel like Apple is very much in like this holding pattern where they're not really doing a whole lot of new stuff. It's just these little small increments. It seems like a good time for someone else to kind of kick them in the rear a little bit. Maybe Microsoft or Google with a new phone. Maybe do something mm-hmm. a little crazy. Like if Google came out with a really cool watch with you know different features and, and different things like that. You can get you a Microsoft uh, Duo. Yeah, stuff like that. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a cool that's a cool little thing. You know? If it takes off, you know that there could be something there. I don't see it taking off, but it's still a neat thing that they're trying. How long before you think Mac makes or Apple makes their MacBook Pro screens touch screens? I would have said two years ago that it would have already happened, but I I, I don't know. My kids every time. I give them my MacBook to like watch something or they, they see it. They always touch the screen first (laughs) all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is my, my daughter has a Chromebook for her kindergarten class Mm -hmm. at school and we were using it. She was using the little trackpad on it and this and that. And I was kind of helping her kind of walk through some of her homework. And all of a sudden she touched the screen on it and it like, it physically shook me. Like it, and she was doing stuff. She was moving stuff around like it worked, like it had a touch screen on it. And I was like, I would have never touched the screen of that because to me, that's a laptop. Right. Like, I, I haven't been exposed to that, you know. My laptop's so a touch weird. screen. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of used to it now, but I tried using it. So it's a, um, it's a Lenovo, the Yoga, and I've tried using it as a tablet, and the thing is just so damn heavy. It is so uncomfortable to try to use. Yeah, it so like you're a like tablet. Mr. Microsoft. What are you doing in all this Apple ecosystem? I know, man. I'm just, I'm, in, I'm just like technology. I got to play with it all. <laughs> uh, that about wraps that up. Uh, anything else we want to cover? No, I think I think it's a pretty good show. I, I, the Apple stuff is a little, a little underwhelming, but there's a lot of stuff. Uh, coming up here with I guess the next expect several another months one. Go. Yeah, expect another one here in a month or two uh, to talk about some the phones and the new laptops and stuff. My wife's in the market. Uh, she might be you know in the market to get a new laptop next year. So we're kind of see you know what to expect of that. Get that new silicon man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty neat. 
All right, Rich, I think that's a show. Uh, I was supposed where can, to. Where, <laughs> yeah, where can people find us, Michael? Yeah, I was before, supposed to do that at the beginning. Um, before we don't talk about this again. Yes. So uh, we have a little website put together. Uh, it's on Simplecast. You can get to it by going to bitpunch.tech. You can find us on Twitter at bitpunch. And if you want to send us an email, you can send it to emails at bitpunch.tech. That is emails with an S at bitpunch.tech. Thank you, Rich. This was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was good, good, good second episode, yes. episode one. Even though it's episode one. <laughs> Did we fuck up? No. Okay. All right. It's episode one. Okay. Second episode, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Rich. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs>